From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bad. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. And Pete's here too. <clears throat> yep. Three Pete's weeks here in too, a row. According to My our wife mothers. is going to kill me, guys. <laughs> Oh, you know, shit, Pete, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen there, man. I'm really sorry about that. This is the best beer show on the internet, according to Pete's wife. (laughs) I don't think that's true. It's true either. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. She'd be like, you guys are fucking nerds. Yeah. Bunch of nerds. (laughs) All right, man. What have you been up to beer related since last week? Since last week. Oh. I'm struggling with this chair right now, apparently. <laughs> Just kicked my ass. On that struggle bus of a chair, man. <laughs> my foot slipped off my footrest. Um, nothing, man. Nothing. All right, man, that happens. There hasn't been a lot going on, but we are yeah. going to brew this weekend. So we are. We are going to do a massive brew this weekend and get three beers done. Three beers done. And then we're going to get, the following week, we're going to do another three beers. Three beers done. Because we got to get caught up. Yep. That's kind of our game. Like we get caught up, and, and then, then we, we get fall behind. Caught up again. Well, like, no, we get we get caught up, and then we get cocky. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we got so much. We got so much. We got time. so much backlog and everything. But you guys need to step it up, all right? Because when I talk about you guys brewing all these beers, okay, and me coming over and hanging out and stuff, I'm like, yeah, they brew every week. They're brewing eighty beers. We do brew every week. Yeah. Every week. Every week. I I have crazy. missed two weekends. In the past, like six months. Yep. Yeah. Well, since you need we started. To step it up. All right. <laughs> you should do no, three no. beers. Pete, you're demanding. <laughs> you're right? demanding, Pete. You're not doing any of the work. I don't understand. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of money rolling in for Pete. To <laughs> I did my share this. of bottling. He's like, weeks ago. Yeah. During when you guys first started, I helped bottle for the yeah, first Pete, five weeks. Like May. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm in, and we were at 100 percent efficiency, and then now we've dropped. And then you're at about 40 percent. No what are yeah. you saying? Yeah. Yeah. What are now, you saying? Now you we're down to like 10 percent efficiency because usually it's just me. Yeah. You need me back. Yeah, Rick. Hold so what's up, up your Pete? Head. What's up, Rick? What's hey, up? I was we were yelling at Pete. Come to Jesus. We were yelling tonight. at Pete though. Yeah, it's oh, on yeah, me. I'm sorry about that. It's on me. <laughs> See how I did that? We weren't there? yelling at me. This isn't about me. This is about Pete. Focus your focus your anger. Well, it's about come, Pete not making over commitments he never made. Guys are brewing this Sunday, right? You're yeah, we're bottling. Uh, yeah, we're bottling one batch on Sunday, and we're brewing. All right, three. We're doing the. Uh, Imperial Stout. Oh, okay. yes. Bottling, Bottling it up. up. Yeah. All of the alcohol. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll swing on by, help out the efficiency, see what I can yeah, do. Yeah, that, would, would, be really, it, that would be really helpful. It'd be nice to get back to 100% efficiency. It really would, man. Again. I think I think with all of the tools yeah. at 100% efficiency, We're gonna be at like we, could, we could do like a, a batch in 15 minutes. Just Probably. Pfft, dude, just put more tools just in your toolbox. pound box. it out. You gotta keep putting those tools in the toolbox. I still love that, yep. like, there you go. the sanitizer spout. It's great. All right. Great. We should probably talk about beer. Uh, so... <laughs> Pete, yep. man, have you been doing anything beer-related lately? No, I had a dry week, so right. I yeah, have no beer. No beer, all right. Yep. Me either, man. So we're going to dive right into our previous beer. Uh, we have another one. Third week in a row, we got a previous beer. Pretty exciting. We are nailing it. We you want to do a high five? High five. We deserve that. That was a shitty high five. Let's but do another. All right. 
Uh, that was, that was way that better, was way better. All right. So uh, today we're going to be ta- tasting our American barley wine, which is BJCP category 22C. Our recipe for this one was 16 pounds of U.S. two-row, two pounds of victory malt, one pound of Munich malt, uh, and one pound of Crystal 40. For a total uh, of 20 we, pounds. We came in at 11.02 uh, for our OG. Uh, we finished out about uh, 10.20, between 10.20 and 10.25. I don't have my notes in front of me, unfortunately. She's so a big girl. We we hit in about uh, 10% ABV. <coughs> uh, we used three ounces of Centennial at 60 minutes, so we're going to be really high on the hops right now. We're going to age a bunch of this for a while, mm-hmm. like we did with the uh, uh, the English barley wine, which I right. need to bust out here, because now that it's about eight months in, whoo, yeah. it is good. Uh, and then we did one ounce of Cascade at 30 minutes. We fermented with American Ale Yeast, the best yeast. Uh, so 10.56 there. So we are looking for a uh, well-hopped American interpretation of the richest and strongest of the English ales. The hop character should be evident throughout, but does not have to be unbalanced. The alcohol strength and hop bitterness often combine to leave a very long finish. You got some, right, Pete? I did. All right. So we'll go through some aroma here. Hop character moderate to assertive and often showcases citrusy, fruity, or resiny New World varieties. Although other varieties, such as floral, earthy, or spicy English varieties, or a blend of varieties, may be used. (coughs) Rich maltiness with a character that may be sweet, caramely, bready, or fairly neutral. Low to moderately strong fruity esters and alcohol aromatics. However, the intensity of aromatics often subsides with age. Hops tend to be nearly equal to malt in the aroma, with alcohol and esters far behind. I get uh, <coughs> citrus and pine. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard for me to pick up a lot. I, I, I think I have a taller head, so it's harder to oh. get. Oh, yeah, you might be. The goodies. Give it a little swirl ski. See what happens. Get a little pine in there. Yeah, definitely. It's citrusy piney. Yep. A little resin. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a big malt sweetness behind it. There is, yeah. Supporting it. Like, you can get past that, it's just a caramel bomb. Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's nice. Let's run through appearance. Uh, well, no, first we have to decide aroma, yay or nay. Oh, yeah, aroma. Yeah, oh, we got So your roll, Batman. Sorry. Sorry. I'm only bad. Sorry. I am the bat. Um, it is a yay. Yeah. It I'm hits also going to give it a yay. Definitely. All right. All right. Um, appearance. Color may range from light amber to medium copper, may rarely be as dark as light brown, often has ruby highlights, moderately low to large off-white to light tan head, may have low head retention. Not if you're Pete. That thing is sticking around for days. <laughs> I like it. It's like a fucking cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe uh, cloudy with chill haze. At cooler temperatures, but generally clears to good to brilliant clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth as if viewed through a thick glass lens. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when beer is swirled in glass. Yep. Yeah. High viscosity. Yeah. So we've got legs. Holy cow. This thing is brilliantly clear. It is. Well, mine is fairly clear. I've got a chill haze on mine still. Okay. I'm warming it up a little, but yours is clearer than mine. mine Mine is purdy. I've got a chill haze, but yours is definitely. Did I pour the wrong beer? No, it may it may have gotten shaken while it was moved back and forth. Oh, gotcha. But I've definitely got even in the bottle though. Look at the head that's just sitting in the bottle. It is. I know, right? It's like an inch of foam, just pretty impressive, standing in there. Um, 
Yeah. It's got like a brown. It's not it's no, super I, dark. Well, well it's I'd like say a, a dark... medium copper. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, it is kind of like a medium copper. It borders on amber. Yep. Oh, I have a dead light up there. I should fix that. Dadgum. But yeah, it's not like a super dark one. Mm-hmm. But considering what we used in it, it shouldn't be super dark. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, legs. I say legs. This thing has legs for days. Well, you guys say legs. Gams. It legs does. is like when it uh, kind of sits still when you turn it. Yeah. Okay. And like it, like it kind of like slowly drags down the yeah. glass. Ah. Yep. It's got yeah. some long legs. <clears throat> Just kind of like an illustration of the viscosity. Yep. So <laughs> what legs is. All right. You uh, want to talk about some flavor here? I do. So flavor, strong. Uh, well, we hit the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We hit Sorry. That. Yeah. We we hit we hit the appearance. Um. So flavor. Strong, rich malt flavor with a noticeably, with a noticeable hot flavor and bitterness on the, in the balance. Moderately low to moderately high malty sweetness on the palate, although the finish may be somewhat sweet to dr- quite dry, depending on aging. Hot bitterness may range from moderately strong to aggressive, while strong malty, the balance, well strongly malty, the balance should always seem bitter. Moderate to high hop flavor, any variety, but often showing a range of New World hop characteristics. Low to moderate fruity esters. Noticeable alcohol presence, but well integrated. Flavors will smooth out and decline over time, but any oxidized character should be muted and generally be masked by the hop character. May have some bready or caramelly malt flavors, but these should not be high, roasted, or Burnt malt flavors are inappropriate. 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 Okay, so let's get into this flavor. Holy of this cow brew. is all I yeah. have to say. Um, we have holy cow. It's like you you have you have a really good like caramel biscuit sweetness right up yeah. front, uh, and it's it's almost like you put honey on a biscuit. It is kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's very close to that. And then it's backed up with these really good, uh, like, pineapple and, like, resiny flavors. Yeah. Pineapple's in there. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's so well blended, it doesn't taste like pineapple. Yeah, no, it's like a, like almost like a pineapple uh, spread. Yeah. Something like that. Like, it's not, like, pineapple-y. Yeah, and there's this sweetness that just kind of goes throughout, but it's not cloying. No. It's like a nice, smooth sweetness. But definitely that hop flavor, that, like, resiny hop flavor. Yep. Is and there. I'm not getting any hot alcohol, but no, there's definitely, definitely booze warm. there. Yeah. What's ABV on this one? Uh, 10%. <clears throat> okay. It's for sure warm, but it, like it says, it's well integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it integrates well into the flavor... <clears throat> And I think the hops are what really work well with the alcohol flavor. Yeah. Like that resiny hop flavor kind of makes you not really, like you don't taste the alcohol, you just kind of feel it. I'm really curious to see what this is going to do with age. Mm -hmm. When those hops start to drop out and it really becomes more malt forward and that alcohol blends in more. This is, yeah, this is a beer that's going to age well. Yeah, it is. For sure. Ah, I can't wait for those uh, malt flavors to come out just a little bit more. Yeah. 
No, it's very good. I am. I am very impressed with us. I am too. This I'm, is a I'm barley one. Very happy this is a barley one. Is. Wow. Very very smooth. It doesn't taste like a barley wine. I mean, it, it right. tastes like a barley wine, but it doesn't taste like you know when you get like a super heavy yes. like not in your face at all. Yeah, very, yeah. Everything and is I very feel gradual. Like the trend on barley wines has been like fourteen percent roast. Like, let's make it heavy. Yeah, we went balanced on our barley wine, and, and it, well, I mean, we went really true to like mid style. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of barley wines that like to dance on that upper edge of style right now that I've tried and I like them but this is a very different thing that still fits style. Oh, it's this is a beautiful beer. I like it. I'm uh, it's actually really nice because it's not so heavy and No, I keep forgetting that it's big. a barley wine. Yeah. Like it it tastes like a uh like a sweet IPA. It does. And that's yep. that's kind of where I was going to go with it. Like the hops make it kind of Almost IPA-like, but it's not quite that bitter because mm-hmm. it's so well balanced by the malt. Yeah. I would <clears> – <throat> you could probably, if, like, you had all reins on declaring stuff, you could probably call this some sort of, like, multi-IPA, too. I mean, you could technically – I guess point, I guess you could probably call it a triple IPA. Right. At this point. At this point. And then when it ages out, it's going to transform a little bit from that. Well, I have a a three-year vertical of Devil Dancer I want to do sometime, which is a triple IPA from uh, Bells. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of how this is going to age out. It's going to kind of dive out like that. But we didn't hop it quite as aggressively, I don't think. No, but we we weren't trying to make an IPA. It's not quite as, like, hoppy. As a triple IPA, but you could probably, uh, I mean, you you couldn't with the styles, but you could probably, like, idealistically compare it that way. Yeah. So this is a beer that, <coughs> like, as it is now, like, if I just had, Where'd like, a go? really a good, more. if I just had, like, a really good meal, yeah, just, like, a little snifter of mm. this right at the end yeah. to kind of, like, mm. close it out. But because, because of how, like, bright the hops and stuff are, I want it to be, like, uh... Like a seafood meal, you know, where you had just like yeah. a bunch of shrimp or lobster or something. Seafood now, and then after it ages, maybe like a fucking steak or yeah. like duck, steak. duck or something, yeah. you know? Something that's a little bit more rich. A good rare steak. Like a rare yeah. filet mignon once this ages. Yeah. This would pair nicely with. All right. Uh, flavor. Yay. All around oh, the board, yes. right? Yep. <laughs> we, uh, like, this is probably one of our best so yes. far. It's one of my favorite barley wines already. And Pete hates barley wines. Yeah. No, I mean, well, yeah, I mean. I don't, I, I didn't just, know that. Uh, the yeah. great fear of barley wine. Great fear. <laughs> well, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. When exactly. you order a barley wine. <clears throat> They're a little bit chancy. All right. Uh, mouthfeel. So we're looking for a full-bodied and chewy with a velvety, luscious texture. Although the body may decline with long conditioning, alcohol warmth should be noticeable but smooth. Should not be syrupy or under-attenuated. Carbonation may be low to moderate depending on age and conditioning. This is definitely full-bodied. It is full-bodied. It is chewy. Uh, It is... But I would say it's like a moderate chewy. It's not like... It's not like a Charleston uh, chew. Yeah. Hmm. It's not like a big stout or anything like that. Like... It's got... It rides that line. Yeah. And it's good that way. It's chewy, but not like... Like, super chewy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Um, what do you guys think? Velvety? 
I don't know. I don't like velvety is a hard descriptor for me. I yeah. never really the head, the head kind on of it is for me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you you're getting sips with you know a good chunk of that with head, a good in chunk there, of the head, definitely oh, velvety. I suppose so I could. I suppose that's where I would probably view it too. Well, let me see if I can bring up Spring some, up head, some head. head. Yeah, that's what I was doing with it the whole time, man. Mm. Get that shit in your. Oh tinkers. yeah, that is that is that is. Velvety-ish. Yeah, it's velvety if you get some. Hey man, did you want some more? I don't know. Yeah, take a little. Can you get some of your TQ there, man? Ooh. Thanks, more. No, I'm good. Are you sure? I, I yeah, just we got we got another twelve percent beer that we yeah. gotta knock out after this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely uh hitting those things. Luscious texture, I would say yes. Yeah. Alcohol warmth is definitely there. <laughs> yep. But it's not it's smooth. It, yeah, it's but not it's warm. It's yeah, it's warm, but it's smooth. It's not syrupy. It's not under attenuated by any means. No. And what yeah. is under attenuated? Uh, so very sweet. Yeah. Uh, like the yeast could have eaten more sugar. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So maybe, so maybe the yeast wasn't like fucking kicking like it should have been. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't in long. Or long. it was too cold or something okay. like that. Gotcha. But we got this on the head. Yeah. Like nail on the head. Not under attenuated mm. at all. Um, carbonation low to moderate. We're definitely on the moderate side of it. Yeah. We've got some higher carbon, higher carbon, but, but you want that like if you're going to do extended aging. Yeah. So, and that's depending on age and conditioning. So this is fresh. Mm-hmm. This it's is very fresh. Brand this new. Two months old, I think. <clears throat> yeah. And it's recently bottled. Uh, like yeah, about a month ago. As, as far as barley wines yep. go. Um, so the carbonation in this will definitely go down. As it ages, I'm giving mouthfeel another thumbs up. You know, dude, that's that's three green checks in a row. I yeah. feel like we're doomed for failure. We are eventually, here. Mm-hmm. and we good, are making the Lichtenheiner. It's, it's been a good few weeks, actually. Well, you guys uh, have been hitting um the last couple episodes too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and so it, we go on, we go on runs, and then we fall flat on our face. <laughs> yeah, the sati. <laughs> No, 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 no. That doesn't Sati was count. to style. The Sati was to style. It just wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it was just a shit style. That's no, a bad uh, style. The, uh, the draining of the Saison at the bottom of the kegerator. That was a bad day. <sighs> and that's why we're re-brewing that <laughs> I remember one. seeing it on Facebook. Like, like, <laughs> you, remember, like you have never seen anybody more sad than I was that day. His, His face. More, he was more sad than, than when he saw a snake. I wasn't sad when I saw the snake. I was terrified yeah. when I saw the snake. No, I come down you and I came terrified. down to the studio, and Casey's just got this like someone kicked my puppy look, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, we got a problem," and I look in the kegerator and I'm like, "Oh no, yeah. oh, kegs no. aren't supposed to float." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. so we have issues like that. Those come up. Yep, uh, we've had and we've had a few. We're just brewing issues. Like, yep, we're fighting with the wit beer right now in carbonation. We are. We're still fighting with that one. Yep. But our solution is to bring that into a warmer environment to condition, and then hopefully it works. If not, we're gonna have to rebrew it because yeah. it's still. So, that's a little update on our wit beer there. Right. It's still not Man. working. But we double check. Our suspicion is that it's too cold down here. <clears throat> So everything's been kind of uh, carbing a little slower down here now that we're reaching into winter. Yeah, if I did, if I fermented in my basement, it would just. So, uh, fun fact: we already reviewed the American barley wine. Yeah. Yep, we sure did. But we also said we were going to do a re-review, so this was our re-review. 
Okay, because perfect. we reviewed it when it was uh, when it was still. Oh, uh, <laughs> yep, I remember doing that now. <laughs> so there we go. It could be worse, man. It could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah, no, I was like, man, I feel like we've done this beer already. I really well, should this check is, on that. It's better. It's way better right now yeah. with the carbonation where it is. It's ten times better. I do remember that now. They bring it up, <laughs> but I'm glad we've re-reviewed it because the carbonation has brought up a lot of the stuff. Yeah, it's brought a lot of different flavors out too. So it's good that we when re-reviewed. Do we brew this uh, American barley wine. Brew this nine sixteen. So almost three months ago. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, we should talk about the beer that we're going to talk about. Because we already gave this one all the thumbs ups it needs yeah. twice. So Well, it's double green check marked. Double green check marked. All right. And then it'll be triple when we try it again later. Well, you know, only if we don't forget that we've <laughs> tried things. Maybe it'll be quadruple. Thank you. All right. Uh, Pete, you want to open that one and sure. start pouring? So wait, we wait, are. Wait. Uh, oh, never mind. You're good. Okay, we are talking about Old Ale, which is category 17B today. Um, going around right now, what uh, what Old Ale is that one? Old Stock Ale, 2017. Yes, uh, so it's not one of the, the official guidelines, but it's the only one I could find. North Coast Brewery. Yep. 17B. Old Ale's a fun style. Yeah. Cool label, you should look it up if you uh, don't know what it looks like. Yeah, no, it's it's very uh, like it feels like very fifties. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. vintage feeling yeah. on the label. Almost like Stella Artois, <clears throat> except you know, actually better. Uh, it, like yeah. the the label feels like the decor at uh, that restaurant, the Copper Kettle downtown. The Copper Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they redid that place. Okay, did they finally do that? I don't know. I used to go there with my mom when I was tiny and. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so overall impression, we're looking at an ale of moderate to fairly significant alcoholic strength, bigger than standard beers, though usually not as strong or rich as barley wine, often tilted towards a maltier balance. It should be a warming beer of the type that is best drunk in half pints by a warm fire on a cold winter's night. Michael Jackson. What? Not that Michael Jackson. This is a different Michael Signed Jackson. Yes. Michael Jackson. No, no. So there's <laughs> there's a beer god Michael Jackson, and then there's the music god Michael Jackson. Okay. This is the beer god Michael Jackson. Must be. Oh. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine Michael Jackson Old being English an authority dude. on beer. Yeah, no. Different, like, <laughs> totally different dude. He should probably be like Michael Jackson the third or he something. He literally wrote the book on beer. Michael Jackson did. He should be like the third. Mm-hmm. No, but he's... He, I'd call myself something more refined. Or like Dr. Michael Jackson. He came first. I don't care. (laughs) He's not as well known. He'd probably hate us. I'd call myself Dr. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Because we're just obsessed with Michael Jackson. (laughs) All right. You want to start talking about some aroma? For real. (laughs) Aroma. Malty sweet with fruity esters, often with a complex blend of dried fruit. Vinous, caramelly, molasses, nutty, toffee, light. Treacle. Treacle. And. <laughs> light. Treacle. Uh, treacle. And or other specialty malt aromas. 
Some alcohol and oxidative notes are acceptable, akin to those found in sherry or port, which are wines. Port. Hop aromas not usually present due to extended aging. Yeah, this one, uh, very sweet smelling. Oh, yes. That smells sweet. Caramel. Smells sweet. Plum. Sweet. Treacle. Treacle. <laughs> smells like treacle. We don't Molasses. know what treacle smells like, so yes. What do you do now? I bet there's some treacle in this. What else is... Is that, like, honey? So there is... Caramel molasses. I'm getting some nuttiness. Like a little bit of the professor. Little nutty professor in this. A little flubber in there? That's not the same <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm the same it. actor. That's <laughs> what I was trying it to think It was a of. remake of... A, movie based off of the Nettie Professor that was never mind. Was it? Yeah, Flubber was a remake. Flubber sucked. You need to back the fuck off Flubber, man. Wasn't that Robin Williams? Yeah. yeah. Come I, on. I didn't like him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get out? <laughs> I, well, know he, I know he killed himself. This concludes off, the, the, I didn't like him. <laughs> the 80 beers and 80 style. Right. <laughs> uh, are you reconcilable? Are, are, you, are you picking up any of that? Uh, the, the like the plum? Or, yeah. Okay. I'm getting plum. She's plum full. She's plum full of plum. <laughs> no, there's a lot going on in this aroma. There is. Um, I'm getting. And it's that all. Plum. It's all like dark, sweet aromas. I'm getting that yep. plum, that molasses, and a little bit of nuttiness is a big thing. There's a little bit of the caramel as well. Um, I'm not getting toffee. I don't get toffee out of this one. <laughs> Trying to do a flyby sniff? Yeah. <laughs> what would it smell like if it was whizzing by me at six miles an hour? <laughs> ah, there's that smell I was looking for. <laughs> I knew it was in there. What if I was walking briskly past it? <laughs> then well, I like you're walking past my... a bakery. <laughs> I just passed by it and I smelled it. No, I'm not getting toffee. Um... Which I think I expected from this, because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I've yeah. had this before, and I think I got toffee. Well, I, I have I've had this style, and they're usually pretty toffee forward, but yeah, this one is not. And I'm I don't know if I haven't that. had the 2017 though. I don't think I've had any of them. I've had these. I, I've had two of the old uh, oh. stock. I think I had 2015 and 2016. All right. But uh, and I think that's why I expected toffee. But there might be toffee in the flavor. I'm just not getting it. All right. The aroma. The, the aroma is great. All right. Let's talk about appearance. Yep. We keep getting sidetracked. Light amber to very dark reddish brown color. Most are fairly dark. Age and oxidation may darken the beer further. Maybe almost opaque. If not, should be clear. Uh, moderate to low cream to light tan colored head. Maybe adversely affected by alcohol and age. Yes. The head disappeared immediately. Um, dark reddish brown. What what damn color is that? That's dark reddish brown. Oh, that's a dark reddish copper brown. Yeah, amber. Like I hold it up and it just it takes on whatever dark like, copper. Yeah, it is very coppery. coppery. Yeah. So it's got that. It's not opaque. It should clear. It's definitely clear. Oh, sorry. Rick is drunk. No, I'm just hiccuping. Ow. Yeah, in cartoons, if you hiccup, you are drunk. Well, 
It's got a low cream. Oh, uh, do we, are we tasting it? I've been trying to discipline myself because yep. I always drink it too soon. All right, soon. we're going into the flavor. Yep. <coughs> flavor. Medium to high malt character with a luscious malt complexity. Luscious. Often with nutty, caramely, and or molasses-like flavors. Light chocolate or roasted malt flavors are optional but should never be prominent. Balance is often malty sweet but may be well hopped. The impression of bitterness often depends on the amount of aging. Moderate to high fruity esters are common and may take on a dried fruit or vinous character. The finish may vary from dry to somewhat sweet. Extended aging may contribute to may contribute oxidative flavors. Um, similar to a fine old sherry, port, or Madeira. Madeira. Medallia? I don't know that word. Um, it's some sort of wine, I'm sure. Alcoholic strength should be evident, though not overwhelming. Diacetyl low to none. Let's get it out of there. No diacetyl. That's terrible. Gross business. No banana. No banana. Probably shouldn't in this. No banana. Um, Tally me banana. Some wood-aged or blended versions may have a lactic or bretomyces character. But this is optional and should not be too strong. Any acidity or tannin from age should be well integrated and contribute to complexity in the flavor profile. Not be a dominant experience. That sounds awful. I like don't want any in sourness in here. This, at least in this, that would be. Ugh. At least in no. this one specifically, yeah, I would not. But work I don't well. think this style like that I would get, not be pleasant. All right, so I get caramel, molasses, and raisins, right up front. Raisins, that's because those are those are fucking grapes, right? They're just real <laughs> shriveled up. <laughs> yes, those are shrivelly grapes. <laughs> those are fucking grapes, right? Yes, Pete. Those are fucking grapes. Raisins are dehydrated grapes. <laughs> a little fucking... No, they grow like that, dude. They grow underground like potatoes like that. All right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Pete, they're grapes. Yeah, well, up until like... I was like 10 or 11, I thought that. And so every once in a while, I kind of revert back for like a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete. But where the fuck do raisins grow? I haven't seen them grow anywhere. <laughs> Pete, we're going to get you a raisin tree. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just bypass the grape altogether. <laughs> they grow pre-dehydrated. <laughs> it's in the genes. I have to you show know? up early every morning and like tie raisins to the tree. So he thinks it's fruiting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be very proud of myself. He's gonna spritz it there. with grape soda every day. <laughs> Good God. No, that's not how raisins work. I know that now. <laughs> Just didn't like. Now that you ruined it, those are grapes, right? <laughs> yep. All right. Um, no, I'm getting uh, pretty close to on board with you, but I'm getting some toffee. I See, get the caramel. I wasn't sure because I just downed a bunch of English uh, or dark bitter. Yeah, you did that, didn't you? I, you had to do that, didn't you? I did. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if the toffee was coming from that or. I get toffee in this. <laughs> Ow. 
Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's. Definitely... I hurt myself sneezing. Sorry, did you throw out your shoulder sneezing, man. Break a rib. Done that. Uh, the uh, ow. It like is right it in side? my scapula. <laughs> I don't know what that is, is scalp- but where's the scalpel? Oh. He threw out his shoulder sneezing. Gotcha. It's brutal. We're a bunch of old men falling apart. <laughs> We're falling apart over here. I sneezed and I had to be in a cast. <laughs> Full body cast. All right. Now I get the toffee. Uh, the caramel you were talking about, and raisins. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Those raisins are on the back end of the flavor. Yeah, booze is definitely evident. Oh, yeah. It's warm, and there's some alcohol flavor, too, but not a lot. Yep. It melds well in there. Definitely get a little plum, too. The plum and the raisin kind of are just like... Yeah. Kind of yeah. going back and forth for me. I can see some plum in there. Mm-hmm. Like a dried plum, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, the plum, like, now that you say plum, like, it's it's that sweetness kind of on the front. Mm. I, I would call it, it seems like, like a dehydrated plum. I don't, I, or something yeah, like that. Isn't that a prune? I don't know. Are those the same? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> it might be that. They're, they call it something different just because it's fucking dried up and shriv- shriveled. And it makes you shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Yeah. You're going to eat prunes for the rest of your life. I don't know. Life. I'm going to... Do a little quick search here. Our prunes. prunes. I'm pruning. Plums. Plums. <laughs> prunes are dried plums. Okay. All right. See? Learn something new every day, guys. Well, there you go. I learned something. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Mouthfeel. Uh, medium to full chewy body, although older examples may be lower in body due to continued attenuation during conditioning. Alcohol warmth is often evident and always welcome. <clears throat> Just welcome that alcohol right in. Come on in here, buddy. Don't hide it under a bushel. No. (laughs) Low to moderate carbonation, depending on age and conditioning. Light acidity may be present, as well as some tannin if wood aged. Both are optional. We don't have that. This little alcohol of mine. I'm I'm gonna gonna let let it shine. shine. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you can let your alcohol light shine. All right, man. You want to talk about some comments? I will talk about some comments. Thank you. Um, comments. Strength and character vary. Come on, you got I'm going to start again. Strength and character varies wild, widely. You want to start again? Strength and character varies widely. All right. The predominant defining quality for this style is the impression of age, which can manifest itself in different ways. Complexity, lactic... Brett, oxidation, leather, vinous <laughs> qualities, etc. <laughs> Just, Just throw picture. leather in there. Sure. Leather. Did you guys let Gary on there do that? <laughs> Damn it, Gary. He was just coming up with work. Get rid of him. Uh, even if these qualities are otherwise false, if the resulting character of the beer is still pleasantly drinkable and complex, then those characteristics are acceptable. So you're saying as long as this beer is drinkable, this beer is unfuckable. You can't fuck yeah, this you beer can, up. You can't. You can have it sour and leathery as long as it's drinkable. All right. This I, is my kind of beer. It's, it sounds whatever. In no way should those allowable characteristics be interpreted as making an undrinkably off beer as somehow in style. But you literally just said the opposite of that, Yeah, you Gary. did, kind of. Come on, Gary. Uh, Old Peculiar is a fairly unique type of beer that is quite different than other ales. Than other old ales. Other old ales, sorry. Um, 
I don't know what to tell you about this. That, that was His, a really weird yeah. set of History. Comments. Historically, an aged ale uh, used as stock ales for blending or enjoyed uh, at full strength. Stale or stock refers to beers that were aged or stored for a significant period of time. There are at least two uh, definite types in Britain today. Weaker draft ones that are similar uh, similar age miles around 4.5% and stronger ones that are often 6 to 8% or more. So let's talk some characteristic ingredients while Casey starts looking at this recipe. Um, composition varieties, although generally similar to British strong ales, uh, composition varies. Sorry. The character... The age character is the biggest driver of the final style profile, which is more handling than brewing. Maybe aged in wood, but should not have a strong wood character. Okay. So, uh, British Strong Ale is kind of your guideline on this. Um, yeah. Then, your style comparison is going to go with Roughly overlapping the British strong ale and the lower end of the English barley wine styles, but always having an aged quality. The, distinct, the distinction between an old ale and a barley wine is somewhat arbitrary above 7% ABV and generally means having a more significant aged quality, particularly from wood. Barley wines tend to develop more of a mature quality, while old age can show more of the barrel qualities, lactic, brett, vinous. Um, in talking about this, like, I really don't want this to have lactic or brett qualities. No, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So, basically, we'll just, let's just try to go toward what this is. And you can't really taste it fresh because it has to be old. We're going to taste it fresh because this is fresh. Um, well, this isn't fresh. It's old stock. Isn't it like they brew it like, and then like two I, I years later put it in I a bottle? I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure I read though. that on there. Well, this is their 2017, but I'm pretty sure it's like old brewed. And then they put it in a bottle in 2017. Ooh, I could be wrong, sure but I think I read that on their bottles before. <clears throat> um, Best by July 2033 <laughs> I'd say it'd be pretty fucking good by then <laughs> Oh no, let's do this instead Alright, there we go Maybe I'm wrong um, IBU's 30 to 60 SRM is 10 to 22 Looking for an OG of 1055 to 1088 A final gravity should be 1015 to 1022 And an ABV of 5.5 to 9.0 Hmm. That one's out of 12 there. What's that? I thought that was 10. This one is 12. Is it 12? Okay. We're a little high on that then. Um, our commercial examples, uh, Burton Bridge Old Expensive, Gale's Prize Old Ale, Green King Strong Suffolk Ale, and Marston Oud Roger. And Theakston Old Peculiar. So these are pretty much all British. <laughs> it sounds like it. Because I don't know what the hell you just said. <laughs> Must be. Well, it's English. It's just old English. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that's uh, but that makes sense since it's pretty much a British style. Um, that's where it comes from. So, mm. British, like we're getting a style comparison here. I think that's a roughly. I don't know. One hundred forty-three pounds. That's too many. That's a lot. Okay, for a five-gallon batch. Roughly overlapping the British strong ale and the lower end of English barley wine styles. But with an aged quality always. Alright, I have a recipe. I like it. I like what you're what you're doing. So tell me about the recipe. Alright. Uh well first uh can you give me my OG again? OG ten fifty five to ten eighty eight. Okay, hang on. Okay, hang on. Okay, can you give me my IBUs again? IBUs, 30 to 60. Can you give me an SRM again? 10 to 22. That'll be better. Well, that's too low. Let's do that. Okay. All right, I have 12 pounds of Maris Otter. Uh, two pounds of uh, UK Crystal 15, one pound of UK 30, Crystal 30, uh, half a pound of UK Crystal 60, and then one pound of UK Brown Malt, okay. giving us an OG of 1085. Um, and then for hops, uh, just a 60-minute edition of EKG, uh, two and a half ounces at 60 minutes. Sure. Uh, giving us 35 IBUs. Ferment with London Ale Yeast. Uh, so that puts us at 8% uh, ABV with an SRM of 18. I like that. <clears throat> that fits where we need to be. Yeah. And it should give us like a bunch of different caramel levels and some toffee. and. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking as you were kind of going through those. Like we'll have kind of a little variety. They should all meld together into mm-hmm. like one nice into a, some flavor. some really good like semi sweet right because uh, this is a fairly beer. sweet beer oh yeah definitely so that's kind of what we're going for we want more sweet yeah and I feel like Maris Otter works well with these like I like using I don't like using Maris Otter if I'm doing a bitter yeah because I want a cleaner uh, like flavor I want sure. I want to use like UK Pale something like that or crisp pale yeah. And that makes sense after having just tasted the English barley wine. Yeah. Like, where the Maris Otter shines there is that kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I can definitely see that on the lower alcohol ones. All right. Well, should we wrap this this whole thing up? I think that's good. Here? I like that recipe. All right, man. That should give us some nice complexity. Um, and obviously, we'll try it young, but it's pretty much supposed to. Well, be. yeah. No, a lot of these, like, we sit on and, like... Yeah. And this will be this will be one that goes in with the rest of our high ABV things that are supposed to be aged, and we'll try it later, mm-hmm. which is nice. We have uh, so much beer, man. It'll give us more content after we're done I with know, this, right? <laughs> dude. I've, I've already been planning content for when we're done. I'm yeah. really excited about it. Yeah, like I'm. I, I have. Yeah, I have. I have plans. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be good to go. But we're never gonna finish this. There's so many. It beers. will never end. It's a lot of beers. It's, it's never gonna end. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Um, and if you like this show, check out our other shows. Uh, 
We just wrapped up a whole brewing series on Department of Offense, so make sure you check those out. Uh, we hit a bunch of local breweries, had the people come down, and I'll tell you the, uh, the Pitchfork one, probably our drunkest show yet. That was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, if you like music, head on over to Soundwave. Oh, that's hosted by Carlos and Matt. They talk about music every other week. Uh, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, check out Tabletop Theater, where we play some D&D. If, you, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Or if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, I know the holiday is next, or no, the holiday's over now, isn't it? Yeah, we're done. You guys may have uh, missed it, but you got a bunch of Christmas money, and you're going to spend that on Amazon. <laughs> so before you do, head on over to Amazon or uh, blindnessstudios.com and click on the Amazon link above our homepage, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out, and it's super easy for you to do, so why not do that? Put that, put your grandma's money to use. Yeah, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> If you have any oh, questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yep, bye.